0: are on cardboard on corners in town Like a cancer that's silently spreading There's an unspoken fear We're on our way down We must take America back Main Street to Wall Street, cities and states, Washington, D.C. Before it's too late, there's not long. We need leaders who lead us, not
1: Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. This is the National Intel Report. I'm your host, John Statmiller, with you on this Monday, 17 April 2017. And as per usual, Ron McDonald out there in Redwood, North Kira, California. Well, it's not, he doesn't actually live in Redwood, he lives amongst the Redwoods.
2: Yes, that's true. That's true. Although we cut down the ones on our property to get some sun. <gasps> Oh, you eco terrorist! You. I know we had a uh, we had uh, some neighbors that complained, and I asked them what their houses were made out of, and they couldn't uh, say anything but redwood. So. <laughs> yeah.
1: And where did that did that osmotically creep off one of the trees and transform their house from say pine or oak or something? Uh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> you know, hypocrisy takes many forms. It just depends oh, on your viewpoint. Hey. um... I'm going to have, I wanted to announce to people, I'm going to have Al Whitney on with me uh, Wednesday. And um, she does a lot of stuff, good research. She's read a lot of research and doesn't, um, doesn't take it at face value. She checks everything out. And I'm telling you, she sent me a book, Fruit from a Poison Tree, Secrets That We Were Never To Be Revealed by Melvin Stamper. He's an actual attorney, a licensed attorney. And one of the comments that was in the preface of this book was from a Ralph G. Mitchell, an attorney at law in St. Augustine, Florida. And he's been around a few years because he says, in 1954, I began my legal practice as an assistant district attorney in the city of Miami. We switched from common law pleading to statutory pleading, and no one asked the question, why? He went on to say, now I know the answer to that unasked question, and it depresses me to no end. And and I wanted to preface this program today, folks, of the illusion that has been set up. And the off-repeated lies that you're told And you tell the lie long enough and nobody challenges it, people stop fighting it or accept it to be the truth because, well, it's not been defeated. Well, in this book, and I'm just going to read a short passage from this. Um, And this lawyer, like I said, wrote the book Fruit, uh, Fruit from a Poisonous Tree. He says, my investigation concentrated on the judiciary, the Internal Revenue Service, Fed Bank, Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, and Firearms. It's now explosives as well. Office of the Secretary of Treasury and State, as well as the President and Congress. That investigation has diclo- uh, disclosed in my mind a broad, predicted conspiracy by the international bankers and their agents in the United States government to defraud and enslave the Christians of the United States of America since 1900. Small you, folks, not capital. Examination into the statutes at large, United States Code, Code of Federal Regulations, Congressional Record, Federal Register, and the Internal Revenue Manuals, and other sources too numerous to mention, reveal a conspiracy of such magnitude that I do not have the words to adequately describe that betrayal to the American people. This is why I repudiated my citizenship as well, a lawyer, <laughs> repudiated my citizenship with the corporate government of the United States, its demonic masters. And their tool on earth, the United Nations, controlled by the international banking families. These families would slit their children's throat for a dollar and they dearly love their children, which tells you how much they love their money more. And he goes on to say that uh, what I uncovered has clearly been designed to circumvent the intent and restrictions of the Constitution for the United States of America by the de facto government in operation today. I'm convinced that their purpose was to implement the Communist Manifesto within the 50 states and enslave us all. If you take the time to read the Manifesto, you'll discover that its principles are enshrined in our federal and state statutes. Engels and Marx exposed that to create a class of society, a graduated income tax should be used as the weapon to destroy the middle class of the country. Such a system in place managed by the US version of the KGB he calls it, the ever benevolent Internal Revenue Service, which is not even part of the government. For the proof, refer to Diversified Metals Product versus Tebow Trust Company, IRS and Steve Morgan. Within the United States, answer and claim at paragraph four denies that the Internal Revenue Service is an agency of the United States government. And that was signed by Richard R. Ward, U.S. Department of Justice, U.S. District Court, District of Idaho. And it gives the civil numbers. Now, he goes on to say, to illustrate my point on the complicity of the court in this immoral scheme, talking about the IRS now. I refer to a recent case that before the Supreme Court, the case of the United States versus Sandra L. Kraft, case number 0 00- 1831, in hearing on January 14, 2002, the Assistant Solicitor General, Mr. Kent L. Jones, was asked a question from the court. Question. Some penalties for filing to fail a return? Answer. There are some penalties, but the penalties, like taxes, have to be enforced against the property of the taxpayer. And if the taxpayer is allowed to emerge or I'm sorry, exempt all of its property in this fashion, then there's really no way that the taxes can be enforced through civil procedures. Question from the court. What about criminal procedures? Are there any criminal procedures for failure, continued failure to file? Answer. Of course, if you file a return, then you're not exposing yourself to any criminal obligations. And if you don't file a return, it would be... I'm not familiar with the statute that makes that a crime itself. Now, it may be that it's a crime in connection with some intent to conceal, but just the fact that you didn't file, I'm not, even though I come before the court on tax cases, I'm not an expert on criminal tax matters. But it's my impression that that would not be by itself a crime. Question from the court, Ron we'd better not let the uh the it was actually a statement we'd better not let the word get out i thought it was a crime but i'll check and it was followed by laughter now <laughs> um de facto versus de jure common law versus statutory constitution versus you're a subject. You know, Ron. I the more I think about these things, and I've considered them and thought about them a lot. You know, cutting back on a few regulations on corporations, maybe tamping down on the EPA a bit, maybe building a hundred wall, hundred hundred miles of our what is it, twelve hundred mile border here on the south. You know, maybe that's a little bit good. But what good does that actually do overall, Mr. McDonald?
2: Well, first of all, I have to say that um, I know the case where the common law uh, basically was abandoned and uh, civil actions were brought in. And that's Erie versus Tompkins. And in that case, you'll see uh, it's about a man walking on the railroads that gets hit by a plank. And uh, it causes an injury, of course and he sued in Tompkins versus uh, Erie and that was uh, in 1937 and then Erie came back and sued Tompkins and in that case it goes all the way through but there's one little footnote which on the bottom of, I forget what page it was but it says there are no longer common law cases but civil case civil actions from this point it probably doesn't mean anything that's what it said in the note but you can see what happened now we have abandoned all common law actions, and we have civil actions. And and you'll see that uh, in The Huntress, which is in the book that I wrote, you'll see uh, that uh, cases, you know, revenue cases and everything else, and it all goes with the money system, uh, depend on civil causes or civil actions, a maritime and admiralty jurisdiction. So that's where we left the common law, basically.
1: Yeah, well... We left the common law there and left everybody out to dry. You know, because it's now the state, meaning the federal government, or your own state of Idaho or Wyoming or Pennsylvania or Texas or whatever the case may be. Yeah. It is them that have assumed the role of the injured party.
2: Well, you know, I... I Put out there uh, the document that uh, Congress put out there that all property is in ownership of the state, and we merely get the use of it. But there's there's reasons for that. The reasons is we're not paying for anything. We have a a piece of paper with a lien on it that we use to attach to everything. Therefore. We fall under the Negotiable Instrument Act or the Commercial Negotiable Instrument Act, which is commerce. Commerce is admiralty or maritime Uh, law of the sea, contract under war, contract under peace. So this is where we are, and we haven't got a clue. Most Americans haven't got a clue. We're in in, uh, the jurisdiction of the admiralty. So you can see why um, we are enslaved with administrative laws we can see why we're regulated we have to be regulated what do you do with a mob of debtors that are enemies to the to the united states and that's purely where we are so we have to restrain ourselves or they have to restrain ourselves well if somebody just
1: jumped in uh, to listen mid-sentence it's it sounded to me ron as if
2: you were saying well we have to do this yes we have to do it because we're slaves running amok otherwise. Well. Freedoms and unalienable rights, unalienable rights, no such thing anymore. We have now a statutory rights called civil rights. That's because we are debtors.
1: And because you're a business and because you do contracts, you have might have contract employees or whatever the case, just... On the periphery, you're a business. Mm-hmm. Uh, that opens you up to the purview of the government snooping around in your business. Your should be your personal business, whether you gain income off of it or not. But it's the middleman that has butted his way into your commerce deal, no matter what you do. I don't give a damn if you're driving a cab. You own your own cab. Or you own your own business. You employ 10 people
2: or 10,000 people. Yeah, well, well, well. Look at it from the bank's view, the Federal Reserve's view. Their product is a Federal Reserve note. That's their product. If you use their product or any uh, any certificate based on their product in your contract, who is the who is the party of uh, superiority in that contract? Who owns everything in that contract? The banks. That's it. You don't own the money. Well, and
1: it's been demonstrated. You know, everybody, you know, their jaws dropped, and they went, wait a minute here, this is a conspiracy theory. Somebody got their facts wrong. Uh, Somebody is bloviating and exasperating and all of these, and we saw it happen. We saw it happen with uh, Greece, uh, uh, specifically the Cyprus banks, Mm -hmm. where they first, uh, they got in a jam because of 2008, mortgage-backed securities, all this crap that was floated off of it. Uh, biggest ripoff ever witnessed by humankind in not only this country, but Europe and every other developed country that uses, oh, that's right, the funny money. The real money has been replaced by their debt script. And a lot of people don't understand that debt script, but again, it involves the middleman. It's the guy, the profit taker, that neither produces, okay, doesn't produce anything. He's inserted himself in the middle of the game. He then discovered that, wait a minute, um, there are ways that we can enhance our books. The Federal Reserve uh, thought it was just fine for uh, banks to take $10 in and loan $100 out. Well, how does that work? It's called fractionalized reserve banking. If anybody out there does not understand that, you're way behind the curve. But uh, suffice to say that it's another middleman game. So now we have the administrative courts or the admiralty courts plying around in everybody's business. And, and I, will, I would urge you folks, the next time you see a commercial vehicle, and I don't give a damn if it's a UPS truck, a FedEx truck, uh, it's a nationwide uh, hauler, uh, can't even think of the names anymore, they've come and gone so quickly, but any uh, transnational uh, trucking company, uh, any cabs, anything of that nature, take a look at their Department of Transportation number. They're now all under the purview and control rules and regulations from the federal government that has reached down into our very states. And, Ron, I'm telling you what, the more, I I mean, look, I'll just come out and say this, because I've been getting this uh, for a while now. People have been watching Trump. I have declared I'm on a Trump watch. And I am. This guy gets no pass because he said the right things, got in in front of a large group of people that came to hear him speak because they wanted to vote the guy that they heard speaking into office of the presidency of the United States. Not even, folks, imagine under the constitutional law that we're supposed to have you know what, this is not necessarily the highest seat in the land. The federal government has bullied its way into pretty much the proposition that we are all powerful and you, you're the states, your secondary players here. We're the end-all, be-all of everything. We know more. We've got the power to regulate. We've got the power to fine or jail. Or worse than that, if your attack, egregious attack, is significant against the state, we might even turn you into human confetti. Uh, I give you Lavoy Finnicum and a host of other people that have gone before him. Standing up for rights, rights, sovereignty, folks. And I'm telling you what, Ron, I said this a couple of weeks ago, and I'm more convinced of this now. You're never going to have a utopian world because it involves human beings, and human beings are, well, their failing is. They're not perfect. They do make mistakes. But once the mistake has been made, and once the mistake has been recognized, the second blunder and the second mistake is not correcting the first one. Here we've been under the guise of our benevolent bankers, our, 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 our trusting people that like to see things grow and will help you grow. and no. What they did was create a debt system, and we're drowning in that debt right now. Now, if Donald Trump took office and we had, say, zero debt, (laughs) imagine, folks, there was a time in this country that we were close to zero debt, nothing that the federal government couldn't pull resources to pay off if necessary. But take a look at where we're at right now. Since the early 70s, Richard Nixon, he lied. He said, I'm not a crook. Yes, he was. He was one of the enablers to get us off the gold standard. And then look what happened to the U.S. dollar and our economy since. It's been on a sleigh ride to hell. And we don't even get to stop off to make snowballs or it gets hot enough to have a cool drink of water. We're there now, Ron.
2: Oh, yeah. You know, you have to question, what's the scope of this problem? Well, every treasury of every state is backed by Federal Reserve notes. Every governor is paid by them. president is. It goes on and on. We are. Everybody's paid off
1: in those little debt instruments that keep us enslaved. There's a bill pending in Congress to audit the Federal Reserve. How much you want to bet that that bill never sees the light of day or is never enacted? wouldn't bet against you. I I bet you wouldn't. (laughs) All right, let's take the break. We'll be back in three.
3: Corporate media dominates the American opinion. Finding independent voices that counter this avalanche is becoming increasingly difficult. With the endless corruption running rampant throughout our government, independent voices are needed more than ever to battle the offensive against our freedoms and liberties. As a listener of RBN, no one understands this concept better than you. Now it's up to you to do your part. The time has come for you to take action and begin broadcasting the truth to hundreds or thousands of people every month. Sound impossible? Quite the contrary. With pointed slogans from libertystickers.com, you can reach countless sleeping Americans unaware that they live in a real-life wonderland. Libertystickers.com has a huge inventory of political bumper stickers and messages that reflect the truth about our government, our politicians, and the future of America. With so many in stock, there's one perfect for you. Visit us today at libertystickers.com. Again, that's libertystickers.com. Do your part. Your voice is important. Let it be heard.
4: My name is John. I'm the founder of Blackout Coffee, and I started uh, Blackout because I really love coffee. I've always loved coffee, and after traveling so much to Europe, South America, and trying so many different coffees that were so good, and uh, every time I came back, you have to try ours it's fresh roasted it's one of the best beans that we can get and you will definitely see the difference visit blackoutcoffee.com and use the coupon code repub10 that's repub10
5: That's 818 965 9113, drinksupertea.com.
1: You know, I can understand Mr. Trump trying to make up for the weak need Obama. I understand that. But, Ron, we're now sending uh, more ships to North Korea. We went in and bombed Syria for no damn good reason at all. We dropped the mother of all bombs, which has never been used in um uh, How should we say uh, it's only been tested, never put into actual offensive use? And by the way, the only thing that they blew up in uh, uh, eastern uh, Afghanistan uh, was, in fact, uh, everything that the CIA built uh, for the Mujahideen, which became the Taliban, which magically was flipped to become the world's terrorist. And, and Ron, I'm I'm looking at this... Out of our 241 years of existence, I want to take a guess at how many years we've been blowing somebody up on the face of the earth somewhere, mostly in offensive, never defensive. Nobody has launched a missile against the United States. Yeah, we had a war here. It was the war between the states for states' rights or for the Constitution, if you will, and for personal liberty and sovereignty, which the FBI now has posted is: if you're a sovereign citizen, you're a threat to the sanctity and the security of the state. Well,
2: I don't know. I, I would say since 1913, the start of the Federal Reserve.
1: No, 222 no? years. Wow, 222 years. And sometimes I, sometimes when stories come out. And it really bangs, and and I can see the divide that this country is in right now. It's literally within, it's a battle within everybody's minds. You know, the old red, white, and blue. You know, that's America, we should be proud of it. Well, what if America, not viewed from our perspective, our reality, our perception Of the reality that's been handed us. This is a flag of war. The red, white, and blue that you see flying everywhere. Is an act of, or a declaration I should say, of war. And they put it out there. And most people don't know flag heraldry. That's why I I get such a laugh when we see the Admiralty or the administrative flag flown in all of our courts. In back of all the politicians for their photo ops and press conferences and everything else, next time Donald Trump steps up to the microphone, take a look at the flags flying behind him, that that flag heraldies, uh, heraldry is somehow, that's just decorative. That doesn't mean anything. People don't know what they don't know and refuse to believe it because it just sounds so incredible. Well... One of these stories, Paul Craig Roberts did, and I'll tell you, I had to read the damn thing twice, and I gave it consideration. But he is right. He says it has become embarrassing, (coughs) excuse me, embarrassing to be an American. Our country has had four war criminal presidents in succession. Clinton twice launched military attacks on Serbia ordering NATO to bomb the former Yugoslavia twice. And by the way, the guy that uh, was removed from uh, Yugoslavia, uh, what was his name? Uh, They threw him in jail, and then magically he just died, both in 1995 and 1999. So that gives Bill two war crimes. George W. Bush invaded Afghanistan and Iraq and attacked provinces of Pakistan and Yemen from the air. By the way, in Yemen right now, there is over a couple million people that are right on the verge of starving to death. And I mean death, folks. Not they're skinny and a little bit hungry. I'm talking a spoonful away from death. Now, that comes to four war crimes for Bush. Obama used NATO to destroy Libya and sent mercenaries to destroy Libya, therefore committing two war crimes. Mr. Trump attacked Syria with U.S. forces, thereby becoming a war criminal. Early in his regime. Now, to the extent that the U.N. participated in these war crimes, along with Washington's European, Canadian, Australian vassals, guess what? They're all guilty of the war crimes themselves. Perhaps the U.N. itself should be arraigned before the War, war crime, Crimes Tribunal, trying to hurry up against the break, along with the EU, U.S., Australian, Canada. This gets better, folks. Well, not better, But it becomes clearer.
5: You are tuned in to the Republic Broadcasting Network.
1: Visit our website by going to republicbroadcasting.org.
4: right here in beautiful colorful Colorado. You may already know Shiloji by other names: shilajit, momio, momi, mummy, mineral pitch, asphaltum, and others. Shiloji literally translates to destroyer of weakness and conqueror of mountains. Shilajit has been in use for thousands of years and is considered as the highest valued cure-all of any earthly substance. Look for the gold mountain and medical symbol logo in banners
1: on
5: republicbroadcasting.org to watch the full video and see more information. Use code GORBN when
2: ordering. That's G-O-R-B-N.
6: Have you been looking for a trusted long-term storable food company? We have a solution for you. Simply Clean Foods is dedicated to providing the best quality food you can buy next to fresh from a farmer's market. When you purchase from Simply Clean Foods, not only will you be receiving high-quality food, but you will also be supporting veterans in need across the country and those who are affected by natural disasters.
5: Go to republicbroadcasting.org and click on Long-Term Food Storage in the rotating sponsors' banners to support RBN.
6: Simply Clean Foods. Do it today.
5: People often write to tell us what has happened for them since starting Extendivite. Allow me to read a few. After taking Extendivite for about 6 months, I've noticed improvement on the numbness of my hands and wrists from the carpal tunnel syndrome. I will continue to buy product. This formula is very powerful. I am feeling much better. My heart rate and blood pressure is stabilized, my lower edema has reduced, and lower leg pain due to blood clots has disappeared. This product has relieved what appears to be an angina problem, pain in the chest after climbing stairs and short on breath. I'm quite happy about it. To order, call 1 877 928 8822 or visit extendivite.com. That's X T E N D O V I T E.com. Extend your life with
7: extend.
5: Tom Bolton for Ease Off. I know so many of you are finding our EZ-4 Carcass Drop and Lift an essential tool for your meat processing operation, but today I want to spotlight four of our new products. First, our right height hog cradles with steel or aluminum frames. Our customers love this back saving innovation that enhances sanitation and speeds production. Next, our beef cradles with stainless steel or aluminum frames eliminate rust and corrosion. We hope you'll compare our quality and prices for this essential part of your processing line. Our cradles are especially effective when used with our power skinner. And finally, our hook tumbler will keep your hooks clean and polished. EaseOff.com. We make pigs fly. Cows, too.
3: EaseOff, LLC. 417-932-6419. Yeah, they call a call
2: of Monday.
5: Quite a record. Quite a record.
1: Western civil. No, that means the mic goes hot, music goes down. Not the music goes up and I go down. I know you never run my show because you're the weekend guy. Yeah, there was a major screw-up here. Somebody got the idea in their head that we weren't doing any live programming today, which uh, my weekend guy, Ken, has been in here since, uh, well, 7 o'clock this morning. Well, 7 Saturday, but you didn't have to run two shifts Saturday and Sunday. Today, you're running two shifts because the afternoon guy was told, well, you got the day off. Who the hell is running this? The inmates in the asylum? Oh God, I was angry. Any anyway, rate, describing the criminality here, quite a record. Western civilization, if civilization it is, is the greatest greatest committer of war crimes in human history. And there are other crimes: Somalia, Obama's coups against the Hondurans and Ukraine, Washington's ongoing attempt to overthrow the governments of Venezuela, Ecuador, Bolivia, Washington wants to overthrow Ecuador in order to grab and torture Julian Assange, the world's leading Democrat. Well, that's not really a Democrat. but Now, these war crimes committed by four U.S. presidents call, caused millions. Folks, I, I want you to consider this. You've had a death in your family. You've had a loved one die, a mother, a father, a grandfather, a grandmother, sometimes your own children. You know, the old saying is you're always supposed to outlive your children, but sometimes that does not happen. And we understand the grief process and the remorse and how you feel about that. Well, a couple of million people have been killed in Iraq. This was somebody's father, mother, grandfather, grandfather, uh, grandmother. This was somebody's brother, sister, cousin, aunt, uncle. People understand what I am saying here. These war crimes committed by four U.S. presidents caused millions of civilian deaths and injuries, dispossessed and dislocated millions of people who have now arrived as refugees in Europe, the U.K., the U.S., Canada, Australia, bringing their problems with them, some of which become problems for the Europeans, such as, well, They want their Sharia law, and they're not going to recognize the law in the country that they came to, and they want to set up shop, and they want it their way. Really. Now, what is the reason for all this death and destruction and flooding of the West with refugees and the West's naked violence? We don't know. We were told lies. Saddam Hussein's weapons of mass destruction, which the U.S. government knew for an absolute fact did not exist, Assad's use of chemical weapons, an obvious, blatant lie. Iranian nukes, another blatant lie. The lies about Gaddafi and Libya are so absurd that it's pointless to even to repeat them. What were the lies used to justify the bombing tribesmen in Pakistan, to bomb a new government in Yemen? No American knows or even cares. Why the U.S. violence against Somalia? Again, no, no American knows, and no American cares. Violence for its own sake, that is what America has become. Indeed, violence is what America is. There's nothing else there. Violence is the heart of America. Consider not only the bombings and destructions of countries, but also the endless, gratuitous, outrageous police violence against U.S. citizens. And let me stop and digress here for a second. We have in this country a group of people, they flew under the banner of Black Lives Matter, thank you George Soros, for gathering up the forces and concentrating the anger and frustration. It's been 25 years since Rodney King got the crap beat out of him by a bunch of baton wielding cops, which then we witnessed LA burning down. But understand that the black-on-black black violence in the inner cities, the attitude of the cops toward blacks—they used to joke about it in Michigan and some of the more well-to-do suburbs. When they'd see a cop pulling over somebody who was black, they just—they just called it driving while black. A lot of citizens in. Detroit would go out in the suburbs for a job, and that was their daily routine. And routinely, they were stopped along the expressways. Just picked at random. A lot of times, you'd find something out of order. Expired driver's license, revoked driver's license, no insurance, improper tags. Give it a name, give it a reason, give it a stop. But the blacks in this country, and actually I've been watching recently Louis Farrakhan, even Louis Farrakhan gets it, that this just isn't blacks being singled out as being blacks, and it's the white violence against the blacks. It's the violence against whites and blacks and all of us. Remember, the heartbeat of America ain't Chevrolet apple pie or mama the heartbeat of america is violence and the infliction thereof and again we went through world war 1 world war 1 part 2 vietnam korea almost 16 years in the middle east has anybody ever attacked us ron did i did i did i do a rip van winkle
2: jeez i i can't uh i can't remember when anyone did attack us nobody did i don't not to my knowledge
1: or my recollection now i i get it i I get what blacks are saying in the inner cities i understand that but also understand that there's a lot of black on black crime who are you shooting you're shooting each other The cops, I, I see the videos as well, just like everybody else does. There's violence perpetrated on blacks and whites as well, probably more on whites than blacks per capita. But we see and understand that the enforcement, law enforcement, is not a peace organization. That's what they are initially designed for, Ron cessation of hostilities peace law and order not enforcement to create the environment of de-escalation and peace not anymore brother they get that force continuum they can talk to you nicely smile at you or pull out their glock and blow your freaking head off and they have immunity now to a degree Indeed, violence is what America is. There is nothing else there. Consider not only the bombings and destructions of countries, but also the endless, gratuitous, outrageous police violence against U.S. citizens. If anybody should be disarmed, it's the U.S. police. The police commit more gun violence than anybody else. And unlike drug gangs fighting one territory for another, police violence has no other reason than the love of committing violence against other human beings. The American police even shoot down a 12-year-old black kid even before asking any questions. Just point and shoot. Violence is America. America is violence. The moronic liberals blame it on the gun owners, but it's always the government's the source of the violence. This is the reason our founding fathers gave us the Second Amendment. It's not gun owners who have destroyed in whole or in part eight countries. It's the armed at taxpayer expense U.S. government that commits the violence. And America's lust for violence is not bringing the Washington morons up against people who can commit violence back. And I mean in a big way. Russia, China, Iran, North Korea beginning with the clinton moron every u.s government has broken or withdrawn from agreements with russia agreements that were made in order to reduce tensions and the risk of thermal nuclear war washington initially covered its aggressive steps toward russia with lies such as an abm missile uh, sites on russia's border are there to protect europe from non-existent iranian nuclear icbms that's the propaganda the Obama regime still told lies but escalated to false charges against Russia and Russia's president in order to build tension between the nuclear powers. In the antithesis of Ronald Reagan's policy, yet moronic liberals love Obama and hate Reagan. Did you know that Russia is so powerful, Ron, and that the NSA CIA are so weak and helpless that Russia can determine the outcome of U.S. election? You must know this, because this is all you've heard from the utterly corrupt Democrat Party, CIA, the FBI, the American whore media, the morons who listen to CNN, MSNBC, NPR, or read the New York Times or the Washington Post. And surely, you've heard at least 1,000 times that Russia invaded Ukraine. Yet Washington's puppet still sits in Kiev. One doesn't have to have an IQ above 90 to understand if Russia invaded Ukraine... Ukraine would still not be there. I mean, it would be gone. And did you know that the presidents of Russia, which world polls show is the most respected leader in the world, is, according to Hillary, the new Hitler? Ron, did you, did you know that the most respected leader in, in the world, Vladimir Putin, is a mafia don, a thug, a tarantula at the center of a spy web, according to members of the U.S. government, are so stupid they can't even spell their own names. <laughs> did did Ron? Did you did you know that Putin was refrained uh, refrained from responding aggressively to U.S. provocations, not out of fear, but out of respect for human life. It is said to be hell bent on reconstructing the Soviet Empire. Yet when Putin sent a Russian force against the U.S. and Israeli trained and supplied Georgian army that Washington sent to attack South. Ossetia, the Russian army conquered Georgia in five hours, yet withdrew after teaching the morons a lesson. If Putin wanted to reconstruct the Russian Empire, why didn't he? Why didn't he keep Georgia, a Russian province for over 300 years prior to Washington's breakup of the Russian Empire and the Soviet Union collapsed? Washington was powerless to do anything had Putin declared Georgia to be again part of Russia. And now we have the embarrassment of Trump's CIA director, Monk, Mike Pompeo. Yes, what a name. Possibly the most stupid person in America. Here we have a moron of the lowest grade. I'm not sure that there's any IQ there at all. Possibly it just might read zero. This moron, if he qualifies to the even that level, which I doubt, has accused Julian Assange The world's premier journalist, remember folks, remember hearing the tales maybe from your daddy or maybe even your grandfather, that at one point in time we had a media that did white paper journalism, not yellow journalism, not with an agenda, not with skewing the facts to lead you to a conclusion. Now at one time we had white paper journalism in this country, critical and searching for answers. And by the way, getting both sides of the story to present enough facts that you, the reader, of a particular news story might come to the conclusion that there's a lot of facts here. There's a lot of smoke here. There might be some fire. It would raise your interest level. It would get you involved. Now you're just placated and fed pablum, pre-digested, preconceived and pre-digested for your moronic enjoyment. I, uh, on the the thing of Julian Assange, the person who more than anybody represents the First Amendment to the U.S. Constitution, a being a demon who sides with dictators and endangers security of American hegemony with the help of Russia, all because WikiLeaks publishes material from official sources revealing the criminal behavior of the U.S. government. WikiLeaks doesn't steal the documents. The documents are leaked to WikiLeaks by whistleblowers who cannot tolerate the immorality and lies of the U.S. government any longer. And anybody who tells the truth is by definition against the United States of America. And the moron Pompeo intends to get them. When I first read Pompeo's uh, accusation against Assange, I thought it had to be a joke. The CIA director wants to revoke the First Amendment, but the moron Pompeo actually said,
5: oh,
1: oh, you know, that uh, he, he's a traitor. He's uh, he's giving away state secrets. No, he's pulled back the curtain, ladies and gentlemen. Remember the, remember the movie Wizard of Oz? I am the great Oz. Remember that? And the dog was the only one and had the sense to go and grab a hold of that curtain and pull it back <laughs> and to show everybody what the great wizard really was. It wasn't a very good wizard that was. He was, he was. Now, here, here's, here, here's the bottom line here. What are we to do? What's the world to do? When we have utter morons as director of the Essential Intelligence Agency... As President of the United States, as National Security Advisor, as Secretary of Defense, as Secretary of State, as U.S. Ambassador to the U.N., as editors of the New York Times, Washington Post, CNN, NPR, MSNBC, how can there be any intelligence when only morons are in charge? Stupid is as stupid does. I uh, North Korea is not bothering anybody. Do you feel, do you personally, you're on the West Coast? Do you, yeah. do, do you feel threatened by um uh, in uh, North Korea?
2: Absolutely not. I mean, they can't. They have to turn the lights out at ten o'clock for the entire country. No, I don't feel any uh, any fear from them. Hmm. They don't have enough food. They don't have enough energy. They don't have anything. No. And
1: and and this is basically, folks, <laughs> for economic reasons why the Soviet Union. Oh, the dastardly communists, they had to give up the ghost. (laughs) Ronnie Reagan ran them into an arms race, and it really broke them. Because guess what? Communism doesn't produce that much. Communism is made to divvy up what's on the table, but if nobody's bringing the courses to the table, what is there to divvy up? Hmm. Well, China or Russia individually can wipe out the U.S., Together they can make the North America uninhabitable until the end of time. Why are the Washington morons provoking powerful nuclear powers? Do the Washington morons think that Russia and China will submit to threats? The answer is, Washington is a collection of morons. People stupid below the meaning of stupid. People so outside the re- elevates them above reality.
5: I'm getting older and noticing that my body just doesn't work as well.
3: The secret to aging like fine wine is in the vines. Syrah grape seeds and skins contain high levels of flavonoids and resveratrol. Fermentation breaks these organic compounds down into smaller molecules, penetrating these therapeutic ingredients deeper into the skin, delivering faster and more effective results. Our handmade fermented skincare products are formulated with all natural ingredients and do not contain any phthalates or parabens. Similar products can cost as much as $180. At Natural Earth Medicine, we source our ingredients from local Arizona vineyards and cold process our oils to ensure that our customers receive the highest quality product in its purest form. Learn more at our website and try our fermented skincare products today. Visit naturalearthmedicine.com. That's naturalearthmedicine.com.
0: Do you begin to smell some funky little things going on? Let me share this story with you. It's not so much a story, it's something I wrote years ago. Read your history people. Stock markets collapse on Friday. Bank seizures, closures, holidays take place after business hours on Friday. Do currencies or governments also collapse on Friday? (laughs) Tomorrow's Friday. Will the end come on this Friday or will the inevitable collapse hold off for a while? The next round of the worst financial crisis in a 100 years is coming, people. And the government is out to make you and I pay for it. Will your savings survive a global banking wipeout? What happens when the U.S. sees hyperinflation? What if taxes soar not only for the rich? Can you survive the stock market tanks? Look, between a stock market wipeout, waves of bank failures, soaring government spending that will lead to hyperinflation and the destruction of the dollar's value, isn't it time that you prepare for the uncertainty which lies ahead? Protect your money now or forever kiss it goodbye. My friends, I offer you over six decades experience of hard asset ownership and knowledge, and I'm prepared to handle the smallest detail in the balanced protection of your portfolio. For as the future of uncertainty continues to blanket this nation of ours, I believe that I can offer you the privacy, safety, security, and possibly some profitability, which you deserve. And so I invite you to visit Sierra Mandre, Precious for further information regarding protecting your wealth. Or call me, Jeffrey Bennett, at 602 799 8214. Or by email at KettleMarineLTD LTD at Cox.net for private consultation. Once again, our phone number is 602 799 8214. It's almost Friday. <laughs>
1: Back, George in Texas. Hello, George.
7: George, you how you doing, John? Hi. Hey, let me let me uh, move out of the room. Get away from the computer. Okay. I want to... Yeah. Um. You know, talk. You know, you are hear like Iran's the primary sponsor of state-sponsored ter- terrorism, and I've the I mean, the people being ran over in uh, Sweden. Uh, you know, the attacks in Germany—they have been traced back to Iran. How can it be a state sponsored terrorism?
1: What this look, George, what this whole terrorism thing is designed to do is worldwide for the sake of national security, not only here, but abroad in Europe, in France, and in, in in Australia, in Canada, in England, what this whole thing was designed to do is to threaten you with a boogeyman. We are under attack. Therefore, we've got to take measures to combat the terrorist. This is just a ruse that's being used to smash established governments worldwide. You and I know different. We know better. But the problem is with the morons that even have stopped even watching MSNBC or CNN is they don't know what the hell is going on. They don't know the true history of this country. They don't know why and how it was founded. They think they do, but they really don't. They suck a lot of beers and grill some steaks and shoot off from fireworks and put up an American war flag and think they're being patriotic.
7: Exactly. Uh, and, you know, the thing is, uh, you know, i uh, hearing about that grenade Boston missiles at Syria and that that Moab bomb, you know, it's like it's like, what? You know, it's more like, I, you know, and you know, this is a sad thing, but you know, since uh, 9-11 with all these wars, it's like, I got so desensitized to hearing about a, a launch or an attack or a sortie or something being dropped. I mean, it's just like no big deal anymore.
1: Well, it's no big deal because everybody has been conditioned that the federal government is doing this under the guise of their protection, and look how the media, when everybody was ready to jump up and down, uh, Democrat, Republican supporters thereof, voters, give them a name—I don't give a damn what you use—they're all saying the same thing: We're tired of this fifteen-year-old, fifteen-year-old war. They realized that they were lied to. Colin Powell, in order to get into Iraq, showed up with a, a vial full of what? He claimed it was biological weapons. He lied. Weapons of mass destruction. Well, Saddam Hussein was using those against his own people. Sound familiar? And if you take a look at the Trump presidency and his cabinet right now, I can tell you one thing right now. They'll keep pushing the envelope here right up to the edge, provoking nations that have the ability to turn us into medium-rare creatures.
7: You know, the thing is, I was listening to a recording of the Michael Savage show, and they had a guest host on it. Uh, this one person was talking about Israel, how Israel, with the Palestinians, and uh, and he's basically sitting there going, uh, we got to have untraditional support for Israel and protect them. That means if uh, Israel travels into Syria and bombs a Russian air base. And Russia retaliates, that means we gotta defend Israel for something for an unprovoked attack.
1: Oh no, 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 no. They've got four hundred nuclear weapons, more than capable of defending themselves against any country in the Middle East. In the Middle East itself. But we don't have to have to go to Israel for the influence. Take a look at who's surrounding Donald Trump right now. They're seated in the White House. And again, it's the ruse. The poor picked on people have been picked on all these years. These are the wars of proxy for Israel right now in the Middle East.
7: 60 years. Gilad Otsman says the essence of Jewish power is the ability to prevent the discussion of Jewish
0: power. Jewish power requires anybody in politics to understand it and know about
7: it, but never talk about it. My awakening really sums up. With the very best evidence, the facts and the truth about race and the fact that race drives history and the truth about the Jewish question. The younger you get, the greater the percentage of people who identify as alphabet soup, you know, LGBTQ R S. This woman she's like, Oh, oh yeah, I identify as a koala two years ago. And I'm like, What a koala? What? Maybe
1: if
5: it was quickie koala that might be cool, but otherwise I don't know. <laughs> How about an inward pass? Have you ever received an inward pass from any of your black friends?
7: Biden invited a drag queen to come for the signing of the Respect for Marriage Act, the Respect for Anal Sex Act. So, (laughs) I mean, let's let's, let's just call it like it is.
4: The Patrick and Jeremy Show, Tuesday at 9 Central and Wednesday at 1 Central.
7: You can't handle the truth!
4: You're listening
5: to Republic Broadcasting Network. Visit republicbroadcasting.org today.